Welcome to the Carrot Gal Sister Chats podcast, where we chat all about gardening and self-sufficiency. We are Jackie and Laura, two sisters who live in Utah and Idaho, and who love to talk about self-sufficiency skills. We're glad you're here. Come learn along with us. Hi, Jackie. How are you today? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. What's up for today? Um, yeah, so I was thinking about what we could talk about today. And um, I thought we could talk about one of my um, all-time favorite foods to grow. Um, This is onions. And it's not really something that sounds like interesting (laughs) to a lot of people. They're like, why are we talking about onions? But it's actually a really fascinating plant to grow. And I'd like to talk about our experiences with it and maybe just love it share a couple things with it so love it let's do it oddly enough um onions are not one of my favorite foods to eat um I have some digestive upset and onions are not one of my happy foods to eat right so I don't eat them very often but I do love to grow them I sell a lot of onions in my Etsy shop and things like that so I do love to grow them my family likes to eat them, specifically my husband. And I remember my mom, our mom would like cook with onions a lot growing up. So that was yeah. a strong memory from childhood. But yes. um, so, so tell me why, why is it that you love to grow onions so much, especially if you don't like to eat them because of... Right. You know, well, one What's of the main the- reasons that I like to grow them is because there's a lot of different types. And I don't think a lot of people know that. Um, and I just think they're fun. Like they're beautiful plant and they, they grow well, like they're really easy to grow in the wintertime and to like, anyway, I can just grow them practically year round really. Really? And I think it's really intriguing to grow those year round. And then, um, they, I could, I have some really specialty ones that I sell. So I think that's why I like growing them. Oh, cool. 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 Okay. So you talk about growing them in the winter because okay let's let's be real most people probably only know red onions yellow onions and white onions right because when you go to the store that's what they have they have the colored variety and usually most people are familiar with that what's that's what we call a bulb onion so ones that have grown a bulb and that's what we cook with most of the time you cut that bulb up and you cook with it right right Right. But you talk about growing onions in the winter. So we did another video or episode about winter gardening, which is really just like kind of like preserving your food when it's really super cold. Is that the same process that you do with onions or do they actually grow in the winter? Um, Some do. So (laughs) winter gardening yeah, is protecting your plants from the weather so that they can grow or be protected outside and like kind of preserved in the garden. Right. Um, I have a patch of green onions that I've grown that have, um, they just overwinter with no protection year after year. Wow. And I think that's really cool. That is cool. So they're called evergreen white bunching onions. Cool. And I usually have them for sale. So if you're looking for an overwintering green onion, that's the one to get. Um, they are so you told me that you used like 
green onions from the store. Maybe you can talk about that. But these green onions, this patch of green onions, I don't buy green onions at the store anymore because I almost always have green onions growing exactly. other than about a month that they go dormant in the winter and then they grow right back. Right. So if I need green onions in the wintertime, usually I have stored onions at that point that I can mm-hmm. use. Rather. Anyway, I just feel like onions are one of those things that I have all the time. I love that. I oh. love that. Yeah. Yeah. And really the only contribution I have to this whole conversation is like two things, right? It's like, um, I think you had taught me the whole green onion thing. And this was really the first food that I've been like self-sufficient in. So once I started, so I just bought a bunch of green onions from the grocery store, which are right. They're also called scallions. Right. So if like you're confused about what we're actually com- like clearly talking about, they're scallions or green onions. They come in those little bunches, um, which are not the same as chives. Chives are different. So those are the t- tiny little skinny green, green onions. Um, anyway, so I bought a bunch of green onions at the store, chopped them up down to the white root area. And then I took like, I, I mean, I only had like an inch left of the plant with the root and the white part. And I took those four or five or six roots and I went and put them in my garden bed and I just let them grow and I watered them. And then I bought more green onions at the store and did the same thing, just added to the, to the little section. And I ended up having like, I don't know, 15 or 15 or so green onions there. And that was, I think a year ago, year and a half ago when I did that. And like, now they're, you can talk about this later. Right. But like some of them are now on their second year and they are full on seeding. Um, but there's other ones that are like just growing like normal. And so I'm like, it's just so lovely to know that I always have green onions outside. It's really the only first, the first food that I've been like totally self-sufficient in. And it's a good feeling. So that's the first thing that I can contribute. And the only other thing that I have to add to this conversation is um, I was at uh, a neighbor's a couple, like just a month and a half ago, roughly. And they have this huge garden in their backyard and they were like, come and come and harvest whatever you want. And I was like, are you kidding me? And they're like, yeah, it's free for all. (laughs) Okay. So I went to their backyard and um, they had these beautiful onions. They were, I think they're yellow onions, just ready to harvest. And it was the first time I've ever, I've tried growing onions in the past. It just hasn't, I haven't quite figured that out yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just popped them out of the ground. They're, as we know in the allium family, which is the garlic and onions and things like when they're ready to harvest the green part that's growing up above starts kind of bending over. And, and so their greens were pot, like bending over and I'm like, Oh, I, I know that they're ready to harvest. because of that. So I popped like 10 or 15 or so out of the ground and took them home with me. And it's just been such a lovely process for the last month and a half to be like, I didn't grow these onions, but I, I know where they come from. And again, like, carbon cycle is, is was shorter with those onions that's just a really happy thing for me so I'll let you uh share all yeah, that a lot of people don't know that you can take green onions from the store and regrow them from the roots yeah so that's a really cool way to use some food scraps and regrow some food so that's awesome you can also just stick them in some water yes and like they'll just grow tops again so yep in your fridge or on your countertop yep mm-hmm. awesome yeah so that's cool that you harvested some some full grown onions too. So fun. So fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one thing you're gonna want to know about onions if you're growing them yourself is that there are 
there's typically three types that uh, of three growing types that you're going to see. So they're called long day, midday, and short day. Okay. And onions are very um, sensitive to day length. And so if you plant the wrong type, they're not going to create a bulb. Okay. So basically the way I think about it is if you take a map of the United States, Jackie and I live in Utah and Idaho, northern Utah and Idaho. So um, if you take a map of the United States and you cut it lengthwise into thirds, okay, that's going to be your day length okay. um, sections. So the lower third, which is going to be like Southern California, Arizona, Florida, Texas, those okay. states, those are going to be the ones that grow the short day onions. Interesting. You would think it's the opposite. You would think it's the opposite. The reason why is because the way the earth is tilted, if you think about it, like um, their day length doesn't change as much as northern climates do. Oh, Does that okay. make sense? Mm -hmm. So northern climates have longer days in the summer yep. than the ones closer to the equator. They have sh um, slightly shorter days, just the way the earth tilts, right? That makes sense. The ones in the middle, so like Nevada, Oklahoma, mid-California, things like that, right? All of those middle states are going to grow the midday onions. And then where we live, northern Idaho, sorry, northern Utah, Idaho, Washington, Oregon, those ones, they're going to grow ones that are called long-day onions. Okay because our day length is slightly longer. And if you notice, like from the top of the United States to the bottom of the United States, it's not really that different in day mm -hmm. length, but it matters to an onion. Okay. <laughs> Which is an interesting point, right? Like you got to get to know your plants right. and what they love and what they don't love because mm -hmm. squirrel, but blueberries, I've learned that blueberries love really acidic soil. Right. Unless you have really specific acidic soil, if they're not going to grow very well, you, right. know? It's like you have to get to know your plants and figure mm -hmm. out what their specific preferences are. So that's right. a good point. Now, having said that, I haven't tried growing short day onions here. Okay. So that might be an experiment to try and just see if they work out. Sure. I would guess you're probably just going to get green onions out of them. And oh, okay. But okay. again, I haven't tried it. So I usually stick to the long day varieties. Okay. That's pretty much what I grow, and they work really well. So the cool thing about onions is they're one of the very first plants that you can start from seeds. Like, uh -huh. literally, you can start them January 15th indoors, and you can, you can transplant them out pretty cool. early. I've seen that. I've seen a video by the MI Gardener guy mm -hmm. um, on YouTube, and that's what he does. Okay. He just grows them inside and then transplants them outside which we know some plants don't do well transplanting so it's cool yeah, that but um, onions do really well with transplanting and yeah. um, the mi gardener he he lives in michigan so that's a northern state as well so you anything he grows you could grow where we live as well cool um yeah so exactly so you can start them in january and you can really just take a pot or a tray or anything and just put out seeds and they're going to grow, they actually grow interesting. They grow really tall, like mm -hmm. probably an inch or two. And they fold over. 
So they push out of the ground with this, like this folded over portion of itself. Mm-hmm. And then once it gets tall enough, it's going to pop out of the ground and the seed is like still stuck to the end of it. Ooh. So they're, they're kind of interesting. They like unfold and it still has that little green, that little black seed attached. And then eventually that black seed falls off and then it keeps growing up. So it hmm. like unfolds itself out of the ground. It's kind of cool. That's so cool. Um, anyway, so you can start them inside in January and they grow up these little seedlings. And then after they're probably three inches tall, then you can transplant them. You can also wait till they're bigger. That's okay. fine too. Um, probably around mid-March, end of March, something like that, you can transplant them outdoors. Cool. So they're really winter hardy, really cold, not sensitive, you know? Yeah. So, um, so also sometimes I direct seed into the garden because I'm lazy and sure. I don't like starting them indoors and then transferring them outdoors. I feel like that's like too much effort. So sometimes I'll just direct seed. I'll plant a whole bunch of seeds and once they're up and growing, then I'll thin okay. down kind of like we talked about in the carrot video, just pull out some. So I'm only left with one um, every three or four inches, something like that. And then um, I'll take those thinnings if they still have the roots attached and I'll just replant them and space those ones out. So that's another way that you can transplant without having to do the whole indoor outdoor thing. So, yeah. And then really once they're like settled and like growing well, they transplant beautifully. They really don't have many issues with transplanting at all. Um, just keep them watered after you transplant them for a couple of days and they'll do just fine. Really, that's all you have to do. And then you just wait. Eventually they'll turn into bulbs and they like push out of the ground Yeah. and they get like, you'll see them. Yes. You'll see the bulbs yes. coming out of the ground. And that's, and, and like Jackie said, when those green tops start tipping over, then you can pull them out. Cool. Yeah. That's so fun. Really all there is to um, I always like to touch base on this just because this is such a cool part of my learning experience, right? Like, I mean, I remember when I harvested these onions, I called you and I was like, Lara, what, I know I'm supposed to do something with them. What do I do? Cause this is the first time. So it's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with this. Right. So, right. um, again, like the harvesting, the curing, the drying, like just talk quickly about that. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people don't know about that part because when you buy onions at the grocery store, they are already cured right? and they're ready to store at that point. So um, curing just means that we're going to let them dry out a little bit so that they don't mold in storage. Right. So all that means is you just pull them out of the ground. The, they're still a little bit damp. They have lots of roots attached to them and the, the tops where the green stems come out are, is thick and like really juicy still. So all that means is you're going to let them dry for a week or two in a place where they get a lot of airflow. And you'll see that that top get smaller and smaller and get um, um, like kind of like, this is going to sound weird, but like kind of like an umbilical cord. It's going to say an umbilical cord. Yeah. (laughs) Like shrivels. And then it creates like, uh, like it heals, like it, like a wound and it heals off. Okay. So once that happens, then you can like 
pull off the tops and or they'll fall off naturally something like that you can pick off some of the paper like trim off the roots and then they're ready to store some Mm. onions um, are really good storage varieties Mm. they're designed to be stored for long periods of time others are um, sweet onions and those don't store as well at all so you're going to eat those in a a month or two because they'll get mushy really fast okay I have heard that yeah I've heard that so I guess just be be conscious of what type of onion that you're mm-hmm. growing and eat it appropriately right. within the time right. frame. And then like Jackie said, um, onions are what's called a biennial. So they mm-hmm. grow their seed in their second year. So if you wanted to save seed from onions, you would either overwinter them directly in the garden. I usually just throw some straw on top of whatever mm-hmm. I'm going to save over winter for the following year. The next year they'll grow up a seed stock and then they grow grow like a really big Humble, it kind of looks like like a Dr. Seuss kind of looking plant, right? So yes, it does. <laughs> big ball of onion at the top, and bees love it. They need to pollinate really well. So cool. Um, so yeah, they'll grow seed in the second year. Okay. They also cross pollinate readily with all other onions. So be prepared for that. You only need to grow one variety at a time if you want it to be a pure seed. Um, I did want to talk for just a second about some of these. Um, alternative yeah. of onions that I have. Tell us what you have. So the one, the ones that most people are familiar with are just a bulbing onion. Okay, as we talked about. But there's two other types that I do grow that are a different type. So there's one that's called a potato onion or a multiplier onion. Okay, which is pretty much what it sounds like. It's an onion. So most onions they grow. From one seed, they'll grow one bulb. Okay. These ones, once you plant the seed, that bulb is going to um, propagate a lot more like a, like garlic. That is going to bulb over the next couple of years into more onions, on, like kind of at the ground level. Cool. So that's kind of like what a potato does. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Right. So that's a unique way that an onion does that. So that's... Um, yes. Some people use those. They're a little tricky to find. They're pretty rare. But some people like them because then you can have like this um, harvest and you don't have to replant every year. Mm -hmm. So that would be more like um, um, like a, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but like a little more self-sustaining variety of onion. A little less work. Oh, okay, okay. A little less intense, maybe. Like, yeah. I don't know. So okay. you could look for those multiplier onions, or um, they're also called potato onions. Cool. Um, I don't have a lot of those, but I do grow a few of them. And then the one that I do grow a lot of is called um, Egyptian walking onions. And these are fun. I mostly eat them as a green onion, but you could also eat the tops or the or the roots. Okay. Um, but they're an onion that grows a little bulb, and then it grows a big green onion, and then at the top they're going to grow. They're I call them bulblets, and they're like a whole bunch of little, like little round onions, and they grow up at the top. And then what happens is at the end of the season, those get really heavy and they tip over and they fall. 
And so over time, it looks like they're kind of walking around your garden because they move. They like fall over and they, they replant themselves and then they'll like grow new ones and then they'll like replant themselves. So they just keep like shifting. Yeah. You know, they're not invasive. You can certainly pull them out, but they're just a really fascinating plant to me. Again, like they look cool. They're like, and it's like um, a constant source of onions that I don't have to plant myself. Yeah. So I like to grow those two other types that are also, um, anyway, just because so like those if you're interested in something a little bit unique and I love that. I can only imagine um, how much fun probably a walking onion would be for children, right? Is they're right. like, oh, like, because you know, kids are just full of like that childlike wonder, and they're like, "How are the onions moving?" You know, right? <laughs> I think that would be a fun little like, science experiment for them. Uh huh. Yeah, As and again, it's a it's a really cool way to have like a constant source of food. Yes. That. Um, oh yeah perennial that's the word I was looking for I'm like what's the word for like it grows back year after year and you don't have to do anything perennial onions so both of those are perennial types cool rather than an annual or onions are really biennial okay every other year they produce seed so yeah so I usually have those walking onions in my Etsy shop and I'll put a link to those down below um those are I I have them pretty much from midsummer to into the winter time. So you can check my Etsy shop if you're looking for Egyptian walking onions. That's so cool. What a cool thing, right? Like just to recap, like I've learned so many neat things about onions that, I mean, the onions are a simpler one to grow, like right. you transplant plant really well. Um, some cool little nuances, right? Like you can plant them inside, transplant them outside, and yet you can just trans you can just grow them straight in the garden and then yeah. thin them out and transplant them. Like that's a really sustainable way of doing that. Laura has some really cool, more rare varieties out there that help to help you to meet your self-sufficiency goals. Um, and also that they overwinter really well. So you can be growing onions all year long if you really want to, mm-hmm. which is a really really cool thing to know like I mean I eat a lot of onions to be honest like I haven't figured out how to be self-sufficient with onions yet but if I was um with how many onions I use and eat on a regular basis I'd probably need to grow a lot of onions you know but that's really neat that we haven't talked about like succession planting because this isn't like all the details about gardening and planting and a whole year supply of food right but like if you're thinking about that like as you know, that onions can grow all year long, like you can kind of create a, we call it succession planting, but it's um, where you plant on one day and then like two weeks later or four weeks later or a month or month, two months later, right? You plant the next wave and you just keep planting new and new waves so that, you know, if you do it every two months that you're planting that by the time that the first round is fully ready to harvest um, and you may have eat those ones and then the next round is ready to harvest and so on and so forth through that throughout right. the year. Like that's that's a really cool way to create a like a really nice system for your family. So. Right. Yeah. And those the the great thing about onions is that they don't take a lot of space. Yeah. So you can grow a whole bunch of onions in quite a small space. That's awesome. So you could you could grow them every three inches. 
and they would still bulb out just fine. So that's really cool. I think if you space them a little bit further apart, they'll make bigger bulbs. So that okay. might be something to keep in mind too. But you're right, like succession planning is another way to, to extend your harvest. Um, sometimes those, the, um, the ones that you're thinning can also be planted succession. Mm, oh, that's, so that's cool. another way to do a succession planting without having to plant more seeds. Cool. Yeah, it's a really nice plant because you can use them medicinally. A lot of people make um, fire cider or onion honey combinations, right? Things like that. So, and yep. then we could talk about that in a later video, but the, um, but they're really supposed to be really good for your, for your body, as long as you can handle them. I know, um, I learned about FODMAPs just recently, F-O-D-M-A-P is what it's called. And it's a certain, some people have need to eat that way. And onions are one of the things on the FODMAP diet that you shouldn't eat for if you have that going on. And I suspect that might be what my situation is where my body just doesn't digest them well and it kind of ferments rather than digest. So, but if you can eat onions, like they're really supportive to the immune system and all that kind of stuff too. So I think that they're a prebiotic as well. Yeah, I think you're right. They feed all the good bacteria before you have to feed the good bacteria. Right. <laughs> That's my quick analysis of um, prebiotics. <laughs> my right. quick summary of them. Anyway, yeah, super great food to, to eat. Um, obviously, if you can handle it, but yeah. Um, and I wonder, like, how many onions do you eat on a in a week? Uh huh. Um, I mean, cause I primarily cook mostly everything from home. Like we rarely eat out. And if I, if we eat out, it's mostly cause I'm like, I'm exhausted or, you know, like whatever. And it's just the convenience factor. But I just wonder how many onions you need to plant. Right. 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 But I was putting that caveat in there just because like I cook way more at home than I think that probably the average human does. And I make everything from scratch. So, sure. um, with that in mind, like. I mean, I probably go through, and again, this is like grocery store onions because that's really all, all that I've had access to, but I can buy like a three pound bag of onions at the store. Um, I mean, they're not huge onions. They're like smaller onions, but I go, I easily can go through one of those every two weeks. Okay. So, I mean, I go through like probably three or four onions usually in a week. Okay. Yeah. And really, I think like we talked about in the garlic video, we, you could like plan out Say if my family needs four onions a week, then you'd multiply that by 50. Right. And let's see. It's 200 onions. 200 onions. And then if you have a row and you can plant four across, right. you'd need 50 rows. Okay. That's 50, not terrible. Yeah. And so you're probably going to do grow 200 onions in about 30 feet of row. Well, so I mean, really, for a year, it wouldn't oh. take that much space for you to grow an right. entire year's supply of onions right. at the level that Jackie eats them at, right? So, right. <laughs> just like I said, more intense than probably the average human. Yeah. So if you only use two onions a week, then you could cut that in half and grow it in like fifteen or twenty feet space. Right. And four feet by by fifteen feet is not that much room. It's really not. In my garden, it's probably half a row, mm -hmm. um, something like that. So 
That so, might give you kind of a visual of what you might be looking at of growing a year supply of onions. Cool. Kind of, and again, you can like space that out with like green onions during the winter time and, you know, some of these perennial onions that you might want to try out and things like that too. So right. anyway. Right. What a cool discussion. Like yeah. so many varieties out there and things to try. So like always, we'd love to hear about your experiences with onions, whether if it's just, oh, I grew, I buy green onions at the store and use them. Right. <laughs> if you have chosen to plant anything or if you have any experience with some rare varieties or anything like that, we'd love to hear about your experience. So um, feel free to comment below or come join us in our Facebook group. We'd love to have you join our community there. We're having lots of fun discussions about food and self-sufficiency and all sorts of cool topics there so yeah very cool yeah and I just wanted to end with um when you grow onions from seed it's really fun because there's a lot of color variations and shape variations and there's ones that like grow long torpedo shapes and ones that are like flat and skinny and things like that there's deep colored ones there's all sorts of different shapes and sizes so that's really fun to try different different types so. that is so fun I love it oh I did want to mention too onion seed is one of those things that don't last very long so they they only last in storage the seeds for like one to two years so you want okay. to keep that in mind if you're storing onion seed okay. you need to buy fresh seed pretty much every year okay so keep that in mind if you're if you're looking for onion seeds cool that's a really good point to be aware of yeah all right um yeah come join us in the facebook group we'd love to hear about your onion onion stories too so all right sounds good see you guys Bye. bye thanks for listening to this episode of the carrot gal sister chats podcast we invite you to join us in our private facebook group to continue the conversation you can find the group by clicking on the link in the show notes or by visiting carrotgal.com chats. We love to answer questions and see pictures of your gardens and other self-sufficiency projects that you're working on. Come join us in the group. Thanks for listening.